You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited that you are here for this week's episode. I want to let you know that this week, Thursday, November 12th, I am speaking at the Bliss Bermuda Women event. Now, this is a free event. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes so you can sign up and join me. It's at 3 p.m. Bermuda time, which is 2 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. UK time. Okay, so let's get into this week's show. I'm so excited because I am not alone. I have a special guest with me, Miss Keisha Akins. Keisha is an avid believer that God uses creativity as an avenue of healing for all of us. From the young age of four, she has been actively involved in various creative arenas such as dance, art, drama, and poetry. Her latest creative endeavor includes being the founder of Boxbreaker LLC, a faith-based company that provides marketing, branding, strategic direction, and website design for visionaries ready to brand God's way. Keisha has 11 years of experience in marketing and project management for corporate and nonprofit sectors and 10 years of ministry experience to now serve others as best as possible. She educates faith-based visionaries on how to clearly organize and communicate their vision to develop sustainability. She finds her passion most comes alive when she sees a visionary who is ready to break the box of fear and comfort and run with their vision wholeheartedly. Keisha attributes all that she is today to the healing power of Jesus Christ. She echoes to you that you cannot achieve great things without being tested greatly. Now, let's welcome Keisha to the podcast. Keisha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited. Yes. So, Keisha, Everyone's heard your amazing bio, but before we even get into your story, I want you to tell us a fun fact about you that is not in your bio. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with on any given day when I'm watching Netflix, I like to have popcorn with a little bit of hot sauce. It's been like a childhood thing and hey, it's not healthy, but once in a while it's good. So that's my fun fact. That is so funny and interesting. You know, I've never thought about pairing hot sauce with popcorn, like spicy popcorn. Where did did, did you start doing that? Honestly, I already put like a little bit of sugar on it. And so I wanted like a kick, you know, just a little spice. I don't put a lot, but just a few drops. And it kind of gives you that sweet and salty mix. It happened one day. I just wanted a kick to my popcorn and I was like, hmm. And if I'm really in the mood, I'll add some goobers in there. But 
that's not, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that is definitely an interesting fact. I love asking this question because we get such a array of answers. It is so interesting to hear, but Keisha, I really want to get into your story because I think you have a phenomenal story. And I also think what you're doing today as you're operating in your purpose and helping other people do the same thing is amazing. So tell us your journey, actually. I'm going to leave it open to you. Tell us your journey. Yeah, so absolutely. Thank you so much for having me again. And a little bit about my journey. Wow. So I've started off in the corporate world. Um, I started off as an intern, actually, for a large corporation. And I ended up being there for 11 years um, until 2019, which is actually a uh, a little over a year and a half ago. Um, so I worked my way up what, are they, what they call the corporate ladder. You know, I go from intern to project manager, project coordinator, and then eventually I left as the marketing uh, manager running all of the media, marketing, social media, content, um, event planning for the organization. And so my story is I went to college for marketing. Um, I have a bachelor's in marketing and I said, I am going to work at Google. That was like my lifelong like goal. I saw all the cool things they get to do there. They have breaks. They have nice uh, lounge areas. And I was like, that is it, Lord. I am going to work at Google. So I'm working at this nonprofit. I'm in the corporate world, uh, the space where, you know, growing up that ladder, if you will. And uh, I begin to just kind of create, do little things for my friends. And um, I remember I, I designed my first website for a friend of mine. And it was a passion project. You know, you know, you just do something like, sure, I'll help you out. And I started doing it. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and say, I have created a lane for you, you know, to do this. And I was like, okay, so let's give it a try. So kind of just going and following the Lord's voice, um, began to play a little bit on Wix.com and just uh, start creating, start helping some friends out. And I officially launched as a consultant and um, started working with a lot of amazing women, a lot of faith-based people. And then it evolved into what I do now, which is Boxbreaker, which is a full-on faith-based company where we help our Christian entrepreneurs break the box, as we say, through branding and web design. And so really just getting down to my niche, um, because I came from the corporate world, I honestly did want to stay in that lane. I asked God a lot of times like, Hey, can I just do branding and social media for corporate? Because corporate, you know, they don't have uh, trouble cutting the check, right? And so God had to really uh, speak to me and deal with me. And after kicking and screaming, I finally surrendered. And I finally saw the grace come alive even the more when I would connect with any faith-based woman, any Christian entrepreneur, because I also have a background in uh, ministry. Um, I am, I'm an ordained uh, minister. I also am a mind minister of the arts. And so I had also done that for 10 plus years. So I combine, as I always say, I combine my corporate experience with the ministry experience to bring you what I do now, which is, you know, branding and marketing for the faith-based visionary. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Um, I officially went full-time last year. And so we're just moving and following God's blueprint in this thing. <laughs> First, I want to say congratulations on going full-time. I love when I hear that my faithpreneurs have fully gone into the lane that God has called them into. So that's really exciting. But you Thank also you. have 
this amazing journey. And I loved when you said you kept asking God, like, hey, God, you know what? I'm fine over here in corporate. You know, I had my sites on Google. What do you mean? (laughs) You have something for me to do. And it's funny how we always have in our minds sort of our own way of thinking, the way we think things are going to go. And God just comes up and just switches our plan upside down. All the time, every day. It's happening again right now as we speak. So Yes, he does. But he is the ultimate planner. So as we just rest in him, you know, he really gives us the foot, the footprints for what we need to do, but to step out by faith. Right. So, yes, he gives us the footprint. But that stepping out on faith is is what takes us to the next level. But I want to know when you were doing that, when you were stepping out into faith, when you were moving into this full time, did you, were you afraid? Was there any nervousness? How did you find the uh, strength or the boldness to fully embrace what God has called you to do? Ah, yes. The magic question. So of course I was nervous. Of course I was afraid. Um, I always say one thing that really uh, steered me, if you will, is the peace of God. Um, Coming from, again, the corporate background, you know, the corporate background comes with benefits. Hey, hey. And constant salary. Hey, hey. And, you know, when God is really dealing with you about stepping out and, you know, launching something of your own, that natural fear of instability tries to creep in. Um, for me, I I always say I also had hit a ceiling um, in my job where I literally went from the intern to the manager. So obviously the next step would be like executive director or something. And I was like, yep, nope, uh, Lord, I don't think you've called me to that. So um, as I began to prepare and pray, his peace really guided me day by day. I would come home and I would be so unfulfilled. And then I would stay up hours working on websites, working on branding. And it became very, I, I, I say I worked my way out of the job, right? I, I wanted to be a good steward over what God had given me after the nine to five. So I worked from nine to five and then I was a steward from five to midnight or five to 2 a.m. and then do it all over the next day. And it became very taxing, but I wanted the Lord, I wanted to make sure that it was him. And so the peace of God really just kept me, even on when I sent my um, my two, actually I had to give a month and a half notice because of the roles and responsibilities that I had. I tried to give as much as possible. And um, even when I went to do that, coincidentally, the same week I went to do that, the roof actually collapsed at my job and we were no longer able to work in the building. And they said they didn't know when we would go back. And I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. Clear, right? Um, Also, me and my husband, my fiance at the time, were getting married. And so that, if you talk about uh, multiple transitions, was indeed a a time of testing for both of us because we were getting married. I was quitting my job. He was moving from another state. And it was a lot of faith that had to go into this move. So it wasn't something that is done lightly, I really had to rest in that peace. Yes, yes. I'm so glad that God gave you the peace to do this. And it, it's it's amazing how God will transition you with so many things at the same time. And that just really resonated with me personally, because I just got engaged and now we're planning a wedding. And it's just like so many things are happening. There's so much transitioning going wow. on in my 
own life, but having to rely on where God's peace is resting on me has made so much of a difference. So ladies listening to this show, gentlemen, I know you listen too. If you're looking for direction and and you feel like you're not sure what to do, seek out the peace of God when you're talking and communing with him. Find out where you are peaceful because in the beginning, when you are becoming this faith for norm, it's not an easy road. There is a lot of, especially like Keisha said, she worked her way out of her job. There is a lot of working your nine to five and then coming in doing five to two and five to three. I've done that myself before, but it is worth it when it is right, when God has called you to do it. Wouldn't you say, Keisha? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the scripture says that he will give us the peace that passes all our understanding. And so it's in those late nights, it's in those early mornings. For me, I'm not a morning person. So like coming to my corporate job around nine o'clock was a struggle for me. And so really just following that peace really kept me to pursue, you know, God, I know that you're giving me uh, the grace or the green light to start my own company and that I can get up at 11 and 12. But beyond that, it's like you said, it's really about the work. You know what I mean? Yes. And you know what else I love? God was teeing you up because when you were finishing up at your nine to five, you didn't know COVID was coming. And now you can work from home yes. comfortably. And I think probably the shift when everybody had to start working from home, you were already in your, your, your judge. You probably already had your routine together, right? Yeah. And the also funny thing about that is I was actually securing an office space. So I was getting, you know, work from home sometimes can be a challenge because I'm creative. And so we, I need like movement sound to get going some days. And so I actually secured a contract for an office building one month before COVID hit. So I, when we're back here now in the office, um, I did some rearranging for my room and the Lord said to me to make room. And so I literally kind of turned my living room into half office, half living room and just made do. And I've been able to do uh, much more work than I thought. Um, I thought I needed to get out, but God has really been grace, gracious to me in this time and really showing me to use what I have. So that's just a nugget for anyone else as well. You know, use what you have, you know, the office will come, but you know, a corner office in your apartment is just fine for now. <laughs> it certainly is. And listen, all you have is all you need. When God has called you to something, he always provides you with exactly what you need. So that shows how he looks out for us. But I heard you just say you're creative. And I know that you believe that God uses creativity as an avenue for healing. So tell us how that worked for you and how that works for the clients that you work with. Absolutely. Yes. So creativity is an avenue of healing because a lot of times um, we are sitting on the creative gifts that God has given us. And those gifts that God has given us, those ideas are meant to solve problems naturally for people and also to bring healing and transformation in the lives of others. And so, um, you know, me working with a faithpreneur, as you said it, I love that word, <laughs> uh, working with them to launch, let's say, a women's ministry, um, me helping to brand and use the gifts of creativity that I have with design and website and marketing strategy will ultimately bring healing and transformation to the women that my client is trying to reach. And so it's really a linear uh, thing when God 
calls you to use your gifts. They're never for you. They're always for someone else. And in my personal life, like I said, I started uh, doing the mind ministry. And on uh, in my adolescent years, in college, um, even after college, on those days where I wanted to quit or I was at wit's end, I would go into the dance studio and I would dance my way until I felt the presence of God. I felt the peace. I would, you know, literally create choreography. And even now that translates to design. You know, sometimes I just sit at the computer and just whatever God gives me, I'll just kind of play around with it and see what I come up with. Not on a not on an agenda to create something for a client, not on an agenda to, you know, make it something, but literally just to just be with God and create with him. So it's definitely been a healing and is a healing journey in my own life. Um, and also just being able to connect with my clients um, who are sometimes at different spaces in their life where they're not ready to birth what God has given them. So we've been able to pray through that and coach them through it and help them break these boxes. So, you know, creativity is definitely a healing, um, a healing uh, uh, asset. Yes. It is. And just having the ability to create with your creator is just an amazing feeling because he is just downloading to you all the things and you're just there executing. So I know that that absolutely definitely, definitely be healing. Absolutely. Your business is called Box Breaker LLC. So I want to know why do a lot of people find themselves stuck in a box? Hmm. Why do a lot of people find themselves stuck in a box? Why did I find myself stuck in a box? I believe the simple answer to that is that we are uh, we don't trust. Uh, God sometimes enough to know that he's the one that has made us and he's given us all that we need, as you said before. And so we limit ourselves based off of what we see, based off of uh, comparing ourselves to others. And so we don't fully trust that, hey, God has called you to be, to do great things, right? Uh, God has called you to go forth and he's called you for such a time as this, but you have to match, you know, the Bible says faith without works is dead. And so when you're not matching uh, the faith and the works together, you're going to be lopsided like a seesaw, right? So um, breaking the box for me really just helps uh, translate to, you know, breaking out of your own limiting beliefs um, and breaking out of the beliefs that others put on you. Um, it's a personal thing for me. Uh, I call myself an ambidextrous creative. That means that, you know, I'm not just one one-sided when it comes to creativity. And for a while, people would try to box me into, you know, you're just a mind dancer. You know, you just you just dance. And so it was hard for me when I began to pivot into web design and branding. I really had to market and brand myself uh, from scratch, if you will, because there was still a familiarity with, hey, she's just the dancer. And God has called us all to be ambidextrous. We're not just boxed into one thing. So that's really what it communicates for me. Um, And we really just have to trust God and follow that every box that has been sent to assassinate us or take us out. He has called us to conquer it. Yes, he has called us to smash through boxes and us overcoming our limiting beliefs or any beliefs that people put on us 
is what's going to make the difference. You guys, if you're listening and you're wondering, how do I overcome my limiting beliefs? Definitely go back in the podcast archives. I do a whole training on this over a podcast episode of how to overcome your limiting beliefs. So definitely go and listen to that because sometimes we find ourselves in a position where other people place us in a box, but other times we put our own self in the box. We put a box around our own selves and what we believe is possible. So we have to break through any sort of box that has been imposed on us, like Keisha said. So Keisha, what are your top yes. three box breaking tips? Wow. My top, top three box breaking tips. So I'm going to go with, I know we've been talking about trusting God and following God. So I'm going to go with one, um, trust God with every, I call it transaction, whether you're building a business, uh, whether you're doing a ministry relationships, they're all transactional. So one, trust God with every transaction. The Bible says, uh, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. And so you really want to evaluate your trust meter, if you will. Um, evaluate those areas where you're like, hmm, hey God, I'm on level two with the trust over here and over here I'm on level 10. So God, help me, uh, help my own belief, right? Uh, so really trust him with every transaction. Don't take it into your own hands. Uh, the second tip for breaking boxes, I would say is to um, really understand that what God has for you is for you. Um, he has uh, called you and he has designed you uh, uniquely. Each one of us has a unique uh, fingerprint. And so no matter what you see other people doing, creating, birthing, um, it's okay to support and root on your sister and your brother, but uh, what God has called you to do, no one else can fulfill it because it's you and next to your name, it's the assignment he's called for you to do. So uh, your friend doesn't get credit for doing something that God has called you to do and you don't get credit for doing something that he told someone else to do. So really saying and understanding that um, what God has for you is for you. And then I'll go with uh, number three is really just um, resting in the fact that God knows everything that you need when you need it, that you don't, you are not the um, source. Uh, he is the source. Uh, he will give you resources, but ultimately knowing that all that you need comes from him, that everything that he um, is calling for you to build, calling for you to grow, he will supply uh, provision. He will pro provide vision. He will provide resources. Um, you don't have to try to come up with it. That's the beautiful thing about being a Christian entrepreneur. It doesn't, we're not pulling things out of the air. We're pulling things out of prayer. And so God, God is your source. Rely on him because if not, you know, when you start uh, outsourcing or sourcing yourself in other things uh, besides God, that's when you stay in those boxes. So that would be my, my uh, three tips. Hope that was good. I mean, that was off the dome here, but hey, I pray that blesses someone. <laughs> yes, that was excellent. Listen, and when you just said we are not pulling things out of the air, we are pulling things out of prayer. Girl, I want that on a t-shirt. I want that on a sticky <laughs> note. I want that everywhere because I think that's something that we forget sometimes. We get so excited about a good idea that we don't check and make sure that it's God's idea. And not even if it's just God's idea, but if Absolutely. it's God's idea for you right now, right? Because something... Yes. 
God has called you to do. He hasn't called you to do it today. That might be the goal for five years from now, but because we're so hyped, we're so excited. We see the success. We see the end goal. If that's what God is showing you, we want it now, not knowing that he wants you to have your process so that you can get it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was listening to a sermon earlier and it talked about being in the right place at the right time. And it came from the angle of David when he defeated Goliath. He was in the right place at the right time. He showed up. And so for us, it's really just about showing up and allowing God to use us and really relying on him. You know, at Boxbreaker, we say that we teach our uh, Christian entrepreneurs to do branding God's way. That's really combining uh, practical strategy and scripture uh, strategy to really birth out what God has called you to do. So it's really about the timing. You know, um, we really think that we maybe have did not hear God when really we heard God. It's just not the time yet. So absolutely. I love that. God's timing is so important. And when you were talking about how doing things in God's timing is so, is so right. It just reminded me of even, you know, earlier this year, well, in January, it was when I was, Fully working in my purpose, God had directed me to, and when I say fully, I mean, I was following what God's instructions was. And God's instructions at the time was to host a single summit under my ministry, my mother-daughter ministry with my mom. And I was like, all right, a single summit. So we hosted the single summit and that's where I met my fiance. But when I think about it, my fiance and I talked about how many times we were in the same place at the same time and never saw each other. Wow. Wow. We never saw each other. And that's because God did not want us to see each other at that time because we weren't in the right place to receive one another. But when God tells you to do something and you're obedient to his timeline, not the microwavable timeline you want to go in by yourself, it makes so much of a difference. Come on, that is it. And that actually connects to our story because my husband and I met at a wedding and uh, we didn't exchange numbers. We literally literally just said hi and kept it moving. And six months later, we showed up at the same Thanksgiving event and we were able to connect. He asked for my number and now we're married. And so it was a matter of if he, if he had asked for my number when at that original wedding, I don't think we, we might not have been here you know, today because it's important to operate in the timing of God. So that's amazing. I'm so happy for you, by the way, but okay. I'm happy happy for you too. Thank you so much. So you touched on branding God's way. And I love that you look at branding that way, not just the branding. Well, this is what the world says about branding, but who God says you are and what your brand should be. How are you able to sort of pull together God's brand for an individual, for your clients? Wow. That's a hefty question. She said God's brand. I like that pulling God's brand. Um, I think for me, it goes back to what I was saying with, you know, the practical strategy with the spiritual strategy. So I've had a lot of um, different clients. One of my most favorite examples is that uh, one of a friend of mine was birthing something and uh, God was really pulling on me to tell her, Hey, it's not the time. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, but she came to me, she gave me her money. And he's like, I understand that. Are you going to be obedient or not? So I began to pray about it and I did tell her and she was like, Oh my God, this is so much confirmation. Like I was praying about this. And so it ended up working out. Um, And a lot of times when we say God's brand is really about 
being obedient and actually going to what we just talked about, the timing. And so when I help my clients, we're really um, strategizing a plan for their brand uh, from a place of uh, peace, from a place of, you know, if we, it's okay for us to say, hey, we started out saying we're going to do 10 different um, promotions and we may end up with one. And it's fine because we're not building from anxiety. We're building from peace. And so a lot of times my clients come to me with one thing and end up with something something else or may uh, change in the process or may realize things about themselves in the process. And as well as me, you know, it's a twofold thing. Um, I work with them to create strategy, but they're working, we're partnering together, you know? So as uh, we brand God's way, we're really seeking him together as a team. I'm the coach, they're the client, but I don't mind sending prayers to my clients. I don't mind if the Lord is telling me to say something, send to them, uh, send a scripture, um, you know, and just really connect with these with these uh, visionaries who God has called for such a time as this. Listen, I I love nothing more than talking with Christian and f- Christian entrepreneurs, faithpreneurs, because it's like you get it right. So it's it's such a relaxing and calm conversation because that is exactly not in respects to branding, but just working as God guides you that's exactly what i do as a life coach right we are Mm -hmm. my life coaching contract says this is what we are supposed to do but we're leaving space for the holy spirit so if the holy spirit said we're not doing that this week then we're not doing that this week and i tell all my clients that up front because right i'm just the vessel at the end of the day that god is using Mm, so i can't imply and put on my will on a client and do it the way I think it should be done. Because to me, God's going to come by. Not only is the client going to get licks, I'm going to get licks and I'll probably get more licks because I didn't listen to him. And I was the designated person to guide and lead them at this designated hour. Mm, Wow. That's really good. And that, wow, that reminds me of uh, transparently, you know, as a creative, I'm doing these designs and I'm helping strategy. And a lot of times because of the heart that I have, I see people beyond where they are. And so I, I um, have had times where I've created things for people who they weren't ready for that design yet. I try to uh, allow, you know, my vision to be, uh, uh, transferred onto them. And the Lord had to check me and say, not right now, you know, or they have to grow in this area. And so that's so key that you said that because making room <laughs> for Holy Spirit. A lot of times um, I even work with Christian entrepreneurs, unfortunately, who are pattering. Uh, pa- that's not a word, pattering. They are building something after a pattern of someone else. And uh, without making room for Holy Spirit, you run into the danger of duplication. You run into the danger of delay and just, hey, we're just going around the mulberry bush, you know, going around this mountain. Um, so that is very key. That really resonated with me as well tonight, you know, making uh, way for Holy Spirit. Yes. And then you find yourself aggravated that something isn't working, not knowing that you are not doing things with the Holy Spirit who is guiding you. And I like what you said there. Like sometimes we as coaches and the head of our businesses look at people and we can see them in our minds 10 years down the road. And we're just so excited. We're like, yes, we can see where they're going. But then God comes in and tells them, um, 
tells us like, okay, slow it down. I remember even just with my personal circumstances, I was so excited. I was ready. I was like, Lord, I'm about to leave this job. Just let me know when. Okay. Cause I'm ready. Right. right. That was a bit opposite to you. So I was just like, you know what? Just let me know when, bet, I don't care if I don't have a single client, I am up out of here. And I remember one day I was just venting to my fiance, who was my boyfriend at that time. And I was just venting to him about, you know, my job and things that were going on. And one of my spiritual aunts called me. She said, God says, you have to stay. It's not your time to go yet. There's things for you to do, blah, 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 blah. And she just hung up the phone. Wow. When I tell you, I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, first wow. of all, how did, how, Lord, I wasn't even directly talking to you and you just came up in my conversation like that. But sometimes the Lord wants you to start things and get the ball rolling, but there's still other things that you need to be doing. There's still other things you need to be learning. There's still other people you need to network with and, and, and just build your reputation as a human being, as a person. So I had to, it really had to, it really stopped me in my tracks. But like we talked about before, it gave me that peace. It gave me the peace that I needed to show up every day and be my best in one place and still show up every day in my business and be my best there. And it was such a revelation, but it was so peaceful for me. Now I'm just like, okay, Lord, well, whenever you're ready in whatever direction you want to go, that's fine with me. Right. And, you know, I just have to go back and just correct a little bit because I did try to quit my job three times. I did go back and forth with God and say, I'm done and I'm ready. But it wasn't until he gave the peace that it became like, okay, we're doing this because the other three times was out of frustration. I mean, mine was, I literally went to my boss's office because we were cool like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. You know, and she was like, hmm, interesting. And she's, you know, she wasn't a a believer. So, you know, she was just like, "Uh, okay, well, are you sure? You know, and God really used her to just reel me back in. So, you know, when I transitioned as well, it wasn't all you know, I, I guess all delightful. <laughs> it was a tug, but then when he released me, finally, I followed the piece, you know, and having the backing of my husband and saying, okay, we don't have a plan, but we're going with it. You know, going from consulting to building a full company, whew, takes a lot of work up in here. <laughs> but you moved at the right time, which is always so amazing. Now, I want to know what your favorite part of being a faithpreneur is? My favorite part is journeying with God. And when I say that, you know, it's happened to me, I think this morning or the morning before, where you wake up, you know, you're talking to God about your day, you're asking him, you're inviting him in the process. And so I, as a creative, sometimes can get very overwhelmed and uh, the enemy will try to come with anxiety about, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I, you know, people are relying on me to produce solutions for them, God, you know, and God has to always remind me, hey, 
hey, hello, I'm the source. Hi, you're just a vessel. And so I love about, I love the journey with him. And I love that he is a father in nature and he's a corrector in nature and he's a rebuker in nature. You know, he's like, hey, hey, daughter, you know, you're on the right track. Now, also, I need you to come spend a little more time with me. You've been rushing this week. Yes, sir. Got it. You know, and just developing that journey with him that I can ask him, what should I post today, God? What, you know, what's the next step for my business, God? And he will answer with either an answer or a pause or an instruction, (laughs) you know? So I like the journeying with him. He's my partner. That's what I love about it. Yes, he's your partner in your business, which is, uh, let me first say, a great partner to have. <laughs> God the is best the best one, partner. best benefits, and amen. Listen, you get all the benefits. Who cares? <laughs> he got you on point. You're getting the benefits that you would never even thought was possible. God just shows up and he looks out for us as his faithpreneurs because God doesn't just, God needs people in all areas of life, whether it's as doctors, whether it's as entrepreneurs, marketing, all areas of life, there is space for God's person to do what God needs them to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Space is key. So I want you to tell the listeners how they can connect with you and how they can work with you. Yeah, so I am on Instagram. I say where the I say where the Lord lives. <laughs> I'm not really on Facebook, but Instagram. I am creatively key, uh, C R E A T I V E L Y key. Um, and my business is Boxbreaker Co. as well on Instagram. And our website is uh, www.boxbreakerco.com. So I would love to connect with any of you all who are building and branding God's way and ready to just have some scripture and some strategy <laughs> to do what God has called you to do. Okay, you just drop in so much things that I love right now. Scriptures and strategies. I want that shirt too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm full of scripture and strategy. How can I help you today? That Yes. I'm going to shout you out. I'm going to, I'm going to get it done for you. I'm going to shout you out on Instagram and say, because of, because of Shantae, you are, you guys are getting a shirt. Listen, listen, and put my name down on the pre-order. I'm ready. I am ready. I (laughs) I definitely will. Definitely. Definitely. has been so amazing. I have really enjoyed talking with you today. And I know that those people who are listening are going to connect with you because you have been dropping gems all episode. I love your journey. (laughs) Thank you for sharing with us. And thank you for being on the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hopefully we, hopefully we can connect again. And it was an honor just to share with you. I loved our conversation today and all of the listeners here. I know that you guys get gems after, week after week with Shantae and I'll be tuning in. So thank you again. <laughs>